Hi, everyone. This is Matt Price, one of the hosts for the longest-running Dynasty-focused podcast on the planet, the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Each week, we'll bring you an episode packed with relevant and actionable Dynasty information that you can use to help win your league. When I'm in the host chair, we might even play a game or two. We are always open to topic suggestions, so if there's something you'd like to hear us discuss, please let us know. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to a slightly different episode of the Dynasty Crossroads. My name is Peter Howard, at PA Howdy on Twitter. We're a member of the DLF family of podcasts. I always have excess audio um, with some really good Dynasty players, some really good fantasy players, some really intelligent individuals who come on to talk to me, um, which I'm insanely lucky that they do. Um... I've been dealing with it, especially lately, trying to put out extra content by just creating parts, like part one, part two, part three. But I don't know if it, if it's true of anyone else, but I like to start and finish something. I hate part one, part two, part three. It feels like, I don't know, I, want, I like to have it finished. I like to have it self-contained, and I do want to do 30-minute or less episodes. So um, something I've been thinking of trying, and let me know if this is fun, is instead of doing part one, part two, part um, I've got one Jordan McNamara episode, which releases on Saturday, and instead I'm cutting up interesting sections into like mini-sodes or little excess extra episodes. Um, after the show with Jordan, I asked him specifically about Tyler Johnson, which is a player I'm struggling with evaluating based on the fact that it seems to have nothing to do with what he's done on the field. Um, and so I wanted to include that. Incredibly raw. I even left in a really awkward part where, you know, I get jealous of his book again and he offers to let me do a chapter and I'm really bad in those conversations. Um, and I'm leaving it in. I want to leave it like raw behind the scenes kind of kind of a stuff with all my um, clicks and uh, twitches and all the stuff I normally try and cut out to make the episode more enjoyable. Um, so I thought some behind the scenes might be interesting, so um, I left all that in as well. And the episode just kind of ends when I hit to end the broadcast, so apologize for that. Um, I hope it's interesting. If you kind of like this small mini so behind the scenes thing, let me know. Um, at PA Howdy, at Dino Crossroads on Twitter. Um, or, you know, hit me up any other way. Uh, you know. I'm pretty contactable these days. Uh, appreciate you listening to The Crossroads, and I will see you again on the next episode, minisode, or whatever else I'm dropping, guys. Uh, thanks again. Talk to you later. Bye. There's something else, someone else I want to ask you about. Sorry, I know I've taken up way too much of your time, but um, maybe do a closeout, and then I'll see if I can fit it in. Um, so thanks, Jordan. Thanks for taking the time to come and talk to me. Had a really good time talking with Jordan tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, hit him up on Twitter at McNamara Football. At McNamara Dynasty. McNamara Dynasty, that's it. Or me, PA Howdy. Um, that's where we live on Twitter. Uh, thanks very much, and I'll talk to you again next week. I want to ask you about Tyler Johnson, because he's a player I've been avoiding talking about ever since I learned <laughs> he's not going to get drafted, basically. I don't honestly don't know what to think of him. Look, um, I'm starting to develop this Corey De Davis post-traumatic stress disorder, I don't know if you have it, but I definitely, like, it's traumatic. <laughs> and um, so I'm starting to look at these players that play in decent conferences, like Corey Davis and 
Tyler Johnson, two very different conferences, Big Ten to, like you were saying, uh, Southern Michigan or whatever. Like, um, he doesn't have the bad conference stink. And yet they were so productive in their situation. There's no way anything I can look at looks bad. Like, Tyler Johnson has 2.02 yards above team average for team yards per pass attempt, which is an efficiency metric. I'm trying to start to start up, trying to start up. Um, his production score is 5% over the average of successful players. And that all reminds me of Corey Davis. The two don't rank in terms of conference or even player type similarly. But like I'm getting players that are that productive in their situation. Um, like I'm starting to wonder if too much is too much, if you know what I mean. So I don't know if you have any thoughts or opinions on Tyler Johnson's profile. And I know he's like literally at this point, the draft, the NFL might ban him. They seem to hate him that much. They're like, no, that player can't even, he's not even allowed to play in peewee leagues anymore, whatever it is. Um, but do you have any context or any positives or negatives on Tyler Johnson that just simple production might be missing? Do you have an opinion on him outside of he won't get drafted? <laughs> There's got to be something there, right? Like, I- and it's always interesting the disconnect between player and the player profile where we think they should go and where they go. Right. There's, right. There's gotta be a why there. Um, and you know, we're not going to get, do we get it because it's at the athleticism? Like we're, I don't know the, you know, the coronavirus has us all stuck in a house, right? It's <laughs> really test. Like, do we know? Uh, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe that's the explanation. Maybe he's just a dog athlete. I, I don't, I don't purport to know that um, there's smarter people at that, you know, evaluating that stuff on tape than me. Um, but maybe that's it. Or maybe there's something there like we, and this is, I think a, a good point across all of dynasties. There's so much about players. We don't know. Right. And there's so much that goes into a player producing that we don't control. Uh, so whether that's coach player conflict, like, the Hopkins Bill O'Brien thing. Everyone gets doesn't get along with Bill O'Brien, but like we can't we can't control that or even purport to know that, right? And about how those things. And that's just, I mean, that's that's with a high profile player, right? Like, um, and so like there's just so much that we don't know about these guys. And so when we make really bold, really conclusive statements about you know, or, or go all in on players, you have to realize there's so much risk there because you don't, you don't control the outcome. And there's so much about the player that we don't know. We just get to see, you know, we get to look at tape or box score or whatever. That's just part of the story. And a lot of the success stories is work ethic. And, you know, that's, that's a big, you know, how many times do we, you know, the, what's the difference between Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant practice and Allen Iverson didn't, right? Like the, that, that's just a, a, a really concrete, easy example to look at in terms of another sport. But like, we don't, we're not privy to that as it's going on. You know, we don't, we're not privy to the fact that some of these guys might have substance abuse issues or, or what have you. And that's, I mean, there's still life going on, right? And we're not privy to all of that. So I don't know with Tyler Johnson. I suspect that there's something there, uh, but I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, and he's making knucklehead decisions. So it makes me think that there is something there, right? Like it would be, he's acting in an unoptimized way. So you would expect that there's maybe that there's something going on that we just don't know. Um, but yeah. that's, that's something that draft pedigree speaks to, right? There's an efficiency there in terms of 
that's the best proxy like Tua, right? Like we won't know on Tua's hip, like you and I are never going to see the x-rays or the MRIs or anything like that. Um, I doubt it. And if I did, I wouldn't know what to do with it. But, um, but the pedigree is probably going to tell us, right. If he's a top five pick in the NFL draft, like that's his hips. It's probably is good. I mean, they're one to make the bet. We should probably make the bet. If he falls, you know, if he goes 25 overall, that's a totally different conversation. That speaks to that speaks to something. And so when you look at the static point and say, hey, this person should be a high draft pick and there's they're not, there's something there that we don't know about um, that should caution us. And 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 generally I think that we should it's a combination of both, right? Like we should look at profile and at the same time, uh, if we like a player and they go later in the draft than we think they should. Like this didn't happen last year with Hakeem Butler. People still drafted Hakeem Butler, even though he's a day three guy uh, in the second round rookie drafts, which historically is a mistake. Uh, we need to regress towards their pedigree, right? Either way, whether it's a guy we don't like, like Josh Jacobs, or, you know, when I say we, you know, that we thought was probably an overrated pick, you, you need to regress towards the, tr- the, the number where he actually goes. And the same thing goes on the other side. So we can not like, we can like it really love a player that goes undrafted or goes on, you know, round six, right. That That's, you need to move towards that. So I think that's really the, um, the, the, I think the lesson of Tyler Johnson is we can like the profile, but we, the pedigree needs to, uh, we need to keep that in the range of his pedigree. Yeah. And that's kind of where there's nothing, there's nothing I can show you that doesn't say Tyler Johnson is an incredible prospect outside of speculation that Minnesota is such a soft situation that him and Rashad Bateman are running away with it. But even those two on the same depth chart doing it would suggest that Tyler Johnson shouldn't be able to dominate as well as he did, but he did. He doesn't profile, like, I don't know yet. Like, that's why I'm not talking about it much. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, <laughs> Stefan Diggs, Keenan Allen, these guys who, you know, the NFL faded on, like you're talking about, for reasons wibbly. Like, these are the guys that hit, but, like, T.Y. Hilton came from the Sun Belt. Stefan Diggs was from the Big Ten, and Keenan Allen from the Pac-12, which isn't bad. All of them scored well in my model with lower draft capital, which makes me want to put him in that conversation. I want to be high on him because he fits that. But he's so well-known. Like, last year he was talked about as, like, a, a like in the same vein as a... AJ Brown or mm-hmm. whatever else with high draft capital outside to fade him has made me start wondering maybe he's getting in interviews and been like uh like he can't spell his name like I I don't know the guy like don't quote me um, I don't like that's a random speculation I'm sure he's a very intelligent man I don't know but it makes me worry if like you said there's something hidden there that we can't possibly know injury or otherwise what did you mean by bad knucklehead decisions because i i wasn't sure what you meant by it was that the combine or something well he he's dropped out of like the he just is acting erratically like he dropped out of a, a, a all-star game um late uh and then he goes and uh, there was reaction to him in the news uh you just got this general narrative. And I, again, I gotta be, you gotta be careful on these things about what, right. right. You know, we don't know these people. Obviously. Right, that he's interviewed. He's that he's either interviewing poorly or he's putting off a bad vibe. Um, and again, you, you, 
we have to take the information that we have. I think you have to think about it um, and, you know, don't overreact, but if it fits the, if it fits a pattern, right, there's might be something there. And then he doesn't test. Um, and, you know, when, conf you know, when asked about it, it wasn't a great, you know, it was, it was sort of a, a haphazard response and it just doesn't seem like he's handling the process well. Uh, and when, when guys don't handle the process well, it's a red Being flag. a professional is a process, right? Like, right, right. He's, he's, he's going to have to do a lot more of this for a long period <laughs> of time if he's going to be good in the NFL. So if he's struggling with it now, yeah, I get it. Right, right. You um, just you should be able to figure that this this should be you should be able to program someone to be able to <laughs> to answer these questions. You know, and right, so, right, right. Uh, when you're not when you're missing on that, that's you know, that's that's concerning. Yeah, it's all kind of, it's a mystery, huge red flag, but it's, but it is worrying. Like, obviously, I don't know. But yeah, I just wanted to, because it's a mystery, I just needed to ask you about it. So I thought I would. While you were here, appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about it. Of course. Is there anything else you want to talk about or get out there or whatever else? No, I think that's, I think that does it. I think a two-hour conversation really covered it. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I think my wife's texting me and needs me upstairs. I think is what's going on. <laughs> I apologize. Sorry, I really am. All really good. Am that guy? No, um, I'm really appreciate super it. Super grateful man. for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. No, and, and I mean it, man. Insanely jealous when you started publishing those books, and that's probably the biggest compliment I can give because I was like, "Yep, that's that's what we should have been doing." And you should I, contribute I, I a do. chapter next year. You should I, you should contribute a chapter next year. I would love to. Um, we'll work and, out a uh, we'll work out a payment plan, and we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry about that. Um, no, no. But, I want to. Yeah, it'd be good. But uh, yeah, because it was so when you did it, and and the other thing is, I really do appreciate the work. Like I see my wife struggle through it more than enough. Yeah. Chicken or crow, chicken or crow, crossing the road, go. Clicking a poll, Twitter is gold, play run fold, so. Jake on the table and Nate on the place, no. Pete enumerates the plays, they're analytical. Picking my nose, don't really know if I like that. Picking their brains, got their lanes, but I like that. Picking these guys, all of these times, all of these nice stats. Picking apart, the film is an art, always a fight back and forth. There is no order, they disorder more and more because the players ain't no older. They some hoarders or some mortars, dropping bombs without no borders. They got that I like mortar, peak grinding numbers like molars. I don't know anymore, I am at a crossroads. Chicken a crow, chicken a crow, crossing the road, go. Clicking a poll, Twitter is gold, player unfolds, so. Jake on the table and they on the place, though. Pete enumerates the plays, they're analytical. Chicken or crow, chicken or crow, crossing the road, go. Clicking a poll, Twitter is gold, play run fold, so. Jake on the table and they on the place, though. Pete enumerates the plays, they're analytical.